0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. With more than 30 weekly podcasts, Heritage Radio Network has something for every food lover. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org.
2: This episode is brought to you by Hearst Ranch. Grass fed beef raised on California's Central Coast. Available seasonally at select Whole Foods markets. Learn more at Hearstranch.com.
1: Welcome to The Great Nation, your weekly wine journey. For this week's show, we attended the Union Grand Cru Bordeaux tasting in New York City on Jan 22nd. There were over 130 wineries from Bordeaux showcasing their 2021 vintage. We spoke with five different producers from different growing regions on the right and left banks in Bordeaux. We'll get some insight into the vintage... The wines, climate, challenges of the vintage, ageability, and more. I'm your host, Sam Benrubi. Stay with us for The Great Nation on the Heritage Radio Network. We bring wine to the people. Our guests in order are Ronan Laborde, CEO of Chateau Clinet in Palmerol, Olivia Bernard, proprietor of Domaine de Chevalier in Pessac, leognan Matthew Bordis, General Manager of Chateau Langrange in Saint Julien; Coralie Bernard, Director of Chateau Gourard in Sauternes. And Alexander Van Beek, Director General of Chateau Gicourt in Margot. I'm here with Ronan Laborde from Chateau Um We are at the, um, the New York Bordeaux tasting, the Union Grand Cru Bordeaux and everyone is showing their 21 uh, vintages, except, of course, for the uh, Sautere Pestana Duffier. <laughs> All right, so Ronan tell me about the 21
3: vintage for Clinet. Well, it's a vintage that started uh, early in Pomerol, you know, in the... Earlier than normal? In the recent era, we, we had uh, experienced uh, uh, more warmer vintages, so that's why we had the bud burst, which started early and exposed um, our vineyard and our vines to um, uh, the frost in uh, in early April. Hopefully, we've done um, some improvements since uh, the last catastrophe. Did the frost affect any growth or? Not, not really uh, damaging the, the vines, um, but just fearing us uh, once again. But that's uh, started uh, uh, an early start, 21. And then we had the uh, up and downs, but good flowering. And then the uh, the summer didn't really start before uh, September. We had a, a cloudy and slightly more rainy uh, summer um, than usual. And it's uh, an important time uh, in our vineyard, uh, June, July, August. So we had our summer starting in, in September, late. Um, so we picked when the maturity came, and that came late, October. late uh, September for the Merlot. You know, in, uh, in Pomerol at Chateau-Clinet, we are on uh, early uh, maturing uh, territory. Um, But uh, this vintage started early, finished late. So it was a long maturing vintage, 21.
1: Interesting. Um, When you look at 21 and compare it to the last few vintages, which some have been wonderful, how does it
3: set itself apart? It's a a vintage which is uh, less uh, gourmand, uh, less tannic, uh, uh, less sweet uh, than the previous. 2018, 19, and 20. Um, so it's more in comparison with uh, vintages such as uh, 17, uh, 14, 12, 11. Vintages which uh, reach, I would say, um, a lower uh, level of maturity, um, that are more juicy, um, very aromatic, nicely aromatic in its in their yarns. And uh, the, the good thing is that they're uh, early drinking wines. Uh, you don't need to sell them uh, too much to enjoy what them. What
1: about ageability and longevity? So you can open them up
3: Early, like close to yeah, the vintage, but yeah.
1: you can lay them down. True. Are you confident of this vintage? Absolutely, yeah.
3: In the, contento- in the contemporary times in uh, in Bordeaux, in, in Pomerol, um, there's been strong efforts everywhere from the vineyard to uh, the winery works to the aging. So we made wines which are definitely more precise. So that's why they are uh, very aromatic, nicely aromatic, lots of precision there and they are approachable younger. But it's not because they are approachable younger that they will not age as well as before. So they are very promising for the cellaring. And that's also a wine that people can wait for seven, 10, 20, or 30 years, no problem.
1: And they will age, it'll only enhance the wine.
3: True, absolutely. Um,
1: Talk to me quickly about right bank versus left bank. I mean, how different is it? I mean, you have friends everywhere and we track everything. With, I guess, climate change and a tough vineyard like 21, what was the difference in being on the right bank?
3: Don't forget something is that there are not so many, um, there are differences and not so many differences between right bank and left bank. On the right bank, we have a different split in uh, grape variety because we have cooler soils, limestone in Saint-Emilion, clay in Pomerol. So that's why we grow a lot of Merlot. And so we have a, a maturity that come nearly at the same days as on the left bank where they have uh, clay soils, you know the stones, and they grow, because the soil is is warmer, Cabernet Sauvignon, which is a a slower maturing grape variety. Right, Um,
1: and those stones heat up. So, a lot of things that you can't control, ratings, vintage, weather, and all that. 2021, how do you think will shake out as far as ratings? And will that affect pricing? Well, I it's, mean, you have to. It's it's you it's, do your best in the field and in the cellar, but then you have to worry about how the market looks at it.
3: What do you think? Well, it's a it's a vintage which is coming um, after a lot of very strong and powerful uh, vintages, um, which made us very happy because you know in uh, in our mind, we've been running after the uh, maturity uh, for uh, ages for centuries. Uh, so when we have a, you know high level of maturities, we we're happy. But uh, when we talk to the, to the people, the customers, what they are looking for in Bordeaux is vintages like 21. So our new challenge nowadays is to keep the freshness. And uh, 21 is a vintage which has a lot of freshness, a lot of acidity, and, and that will please our customers for sure.
1: So when we look back at everything we discussed, you know, uh, cold, early in the, uh, vintage, later, you know, heat and all that, are we at a climate change thing? Yes,
3: or
1: things are not happening vintage by vintage consistently.
3: I mean, is it that yet? Or? You know, there, there's a lot of data, and probably uh, too many data make us think that there is a uh, huge changes. Um, for sure, the uh, in the recent era, the winter were, were warmer, so it exposed our you know our vines to, to frost in uh, in April in the spring. Um, but, All
1: different effects.
3: but in the past, you know, people were less, you know, um, informed um, and probably uh, not less worried about what could happen with the climate. Right. So we are, we've been, ve- you know, very lucky, living in a new era with a lot of informations, um, a lot of uh, money also right. that could be put to improve the, um, the our capacity to protect from the climate and to produce better wine as ever. The best for the customers. It's a data world now. Absolutely. You, you yeah. get,
1: you know, work up. Well, I want to thank Ronan Laborde from uh, Clinay for talking to us about the 21 vintage. I wish you good luck with this thank vintage you, Sam. in the market and um, I hope to speak to you again. Thank you. I'm with Olivier Bernard from one of my favorite wineries, Domaine de Chevalier. I have to tell you, Olivier, I probably have a vertical going back a dozen years, but that doesn't matter. Right. So tell me about the 2021 vintage. For
4: so Chivalier. 21. You know, in the recent vintage, we have seen uh, quite often the global warming arriving with uh, quite warm vintage, like uh, 16, 18, 19, 20, 22, but, but not 21. So 21, 21 was quite cold during the summer and we have that for the reason we had a a lovely white vintage because when the cold season is there during the summer is good for the freshness of the white and we had a lovely uh, september who have done a a great maturity for the red and the, the red have been saved by september when the white were really done by this not very warm, uh, summer. Um, and so the white has this uh, incredible uh, freshness, acidity, minerality, precision. I love elements precision. All you love in a wine. Yes. When did you pick? We pick uh, early, have, September. early September. Early September. And uh, the red have do been have done at oh, the yeah, end of yeah, September and October it? for the Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh,
1: Cabernet was the latest, Sauvignon. Yes. So you describe minerality, all the great things in wine. Tell me specifically about 2021 compared to the past three vintages, which were wonderful. You will not tell,
4: tell that to anybody, but I prefer the white 21 than 20 or 19 or 18.
1: It was perfect for whites. Well, you are very well known for your white wines. Yes, yes. But to be honest with you,
4: sometimes, you know, you need, uh, you you love to have a great freshness like uh, 21 for the white. But sometimes, to be honest, I like also to have a a 22 or 20 quite a warm vintage because that give a full body to the white. The white 21 has this lovely freshness, lovely definition, lovely precision. But sometimes I love also to have a white with the a, red, a great one. maturity and well. more yes, charming, a little bit more long. burgundy yes. than uh, a burgundy 21 style. Yes.
1: Sure. Now, you had so, mentioned very much the differences wine. in the last three or four yes. vintages. And you yes. mentioned climate change. Yes. Is climate change consistent enough, or do yes. you understand it? Yeah. You, you know, where for the future, you, yes. you're going to know We're, how to farm and yes. react
4: in the vineyard. We we are thinking about the new plantation, especially for the white, to protect the white from the warm uh, so we have to choose uh, the right uh, piece of, uh, of vine, of, uh, of, the, of the vineyard. The cold area has to really go for the white in the future. It was not so important 30 years ago, but in the future, the cold area must be an only used for white because right. we need this freshness.
1: So tell me about the wine. You're doing Sémillon and... Sauvignon first.
4: Sauvignon 70% here, and 30% Sémillon. Sémillon. The Sauvignon for Pessat gives the structure of the wine, like a Cabernet Sauvignon for the red. And the Sémillon, like the Merlot for the red, gives this roundness, this uh, body, this full body we like in the wine.
1: So in a vintage like 21? Yes. You may have answered this indirectly. Was it harder to manage the white grape or the red grape? No,
4: it was harder to manage the red grapes. It was. Because the white was quite easy. Right.
1: As you mentioned, which I just It, to
4: it sure. was a, a, a really a challenge to make a great red in 21, when it was quite easy to make a great white. In 22, this is the opposite. It was great. Quite a, man, a challenge to do uh, white 22, but 22 red was quite easy.
1: I want to thank Olivier Bernard, who Somebody made the Chevalier, um, for giving us a little insight on the 21 one vintage. Yeah. Not the easiest, not them. the Maybe toughest, but kind of a split like for like you. The Adler whites were stuff. wonderful, and the reds yeah. figured out how to make them a good wine.
4: And if you want to know a little bit more, you have to come home. Yes. I'm waiting for you.
1: Well, I'll be there soon enough. <laughs> so now I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to taste your wine. So I'm with Matthew Bordis, or How would you pronounce it? At Chateau Lagrange. Matthew Bord from Chateau Lagrange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew, I had the pleasure of meeting you at a tasting, a sit-down tasting, but we're at the Big Bordeaux um, tasting and beautifully, there's hundreds of vineyards here. Everyone is pouring the 2021. 20, Tell me about the 21 vineyard for Lagrange. So
5: this vintage, you have to know first that it's one of the coolest vintage in Bordeaux over the last 20 years. It was cool but dry. And we had a chance to have, um, uh, during the brewing season, most of the month with temperature above the average of the last 25 years and regarding the weather conditions, the rainfall below the average of the last 25 years. We were a little bit scared at the the moment of the the harvest, because uh, of the coolest of the vintage, the level of alcohol was not so high, and we waited for the ripeness. Fortunately, the 4th of October, we had a turning point. The Indian summer came at at Bordeaux, in in Saint-Julien, and we succeeded in picking up the grapes, later than that, and we will finish Pretty good. Pretty almost 10-12 days later. You must have to know from the 4th of October up to the 11th of October, during this week, most of the Cabernet Sauvignon lost 30% of their weight. So to make more concentrated, great. Finally, we decided not to extract too much,
1: because we have a good ripeness, but not
5: so good as 2022 or even 2016. Well, I was going to
1: say, compared to the past few vintages. Oh, it's difficult. I mean, I know every vintage is different, yeah, but what stands
5: no. out? Because it's, it's, uh, it's a cool year. I, I mentioned this
1: wine as now a... Now a cool vintage does what to the grapes? More acidity,
5: less? Yes, you can have more acidity, less ripeness of the phenolic compounds as well. well so you fine. have to take care when you extract, not to, uh, to keep the good harmony and the well-balanced uh, wine. If you extract too much, you can have some green and harsh tannins, so you
1: have to take care. So you said October was an Indian summer. Climate change, is that extending the seasons or really has a big consistency? Uh,
5: there, is, there is no rules on a right. city, You have to on be prepared a, yeah, for anything, yeah. right? But we were extremely lucky having this uh, turning point on the 4th of October. If not, the wine you will taste today won't be the same. Right. Would not have been the same? I
1: I I expect that. Um, so, a lot of people said stressful, tough vintage. Do you see it that way, or you're prepared? We we had a, we
5: had a, regarding the, the the cold weather, but also some rain in the spring. It was a little bit difficult to manage the milieu in Bordeaux. We you know maybe that we have one third of the, vine, the, the vineyard managing in organic world farming and two thirds in a system way and we had no difficulties to manage the milieu at Lagrange. But I know that some of my colleagues have some. But you must know that it was also one of the lowest quantity ever in Bordeaux and also ever at La Grange I had a 34 hectolitres per hectare which is one of the lowest ever
1: what uh, tell me about ageability and longevity I mean are the 21s drinkable now yeah. and can you put them down what's surprising the most is
5: how um, silky and how approachable is the wine already even if I had 84% Cabernet Sauvignon in my wine which is the record. At Lagrange, the one is extremely round, city and approachable. So I think it will, it will have one of the largest window of tasting of the last few really? years. That's you can start to drink after four or five years, and maybe you can keep it for thirty years or thirty-five years at least. That's
1: great. Um, I mean, we don't live our lives for ratings, but. Do you feel this vintage will be recognized as a good vintage, inevitably with good ratings, or because it was a tough mixed vintage? What
5: do you think? There, there is two points. The first point is a shadow vintage, because 2021 is in between one of the, most, uh, one of the best vintage ever. 2018, 2019, 2020, 2020 That's 2022. That's the first one, which is not easy for this wine. But of course, 20 years ago, if we had produced such a level of wine, it will be one of the best we have ever had. So it will be good or very good vintage, but less good than 2020 or 2022. We have to be fair. You needed a crappy vintage last year. But better you have good vintage. It's a nice shadow vintage.
1: I want to thank uh, Mathieu Bourd from Chateau Lagrange. Uh, it's good to you see you to time again, time. and thank you for spending a yeah, few minutes. It's always insightful, um, and I'm looking forward to tasting the wine when I Can shut this machine, machine
6: off.
2: Hearst <laughs> Ranch, in collaboration with Whole Foods Market, is proud to be the presenting sponsor of the Farm Report, a special HRN series in collaboration with the National Young Farmers Coalition. Tune in each week to hear from farmers, policymakers, organizers, and food advocates about all the ways the Farm Bill directly impacts our lives, whether we realize it or not. They'll break down farm policy and talk to young farmers about what hangs in the balance for them as another Farm Bill gets made. Join the coalition to shift power and change policy for the next generation of growers and land stewards. The future of good food depends on it. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: All right, I'm here with Coralie Bernard from Chateau Girard. Gible. Girard. All right, so we're here at the, the uh, Bordeaux Tasting in New York for the 21 Vintage. Tell me about the 21 Vintage in Girard.
6: In Giro, so we didn't make any 21 vintage because of the frost. We had a late frost, uh, late, uh, mid-April, and so we didn't have any wine in 21. So we didn't make any 21. So what are you pouring here today? 2016.
1: So my question is, I know it was a very difficult vintage for short term, right? Were you one of the few wineries that did not make wine or there were a handful?
6: In 21? Yeah. Yeah, no wine. chateau Giro, no wine in 21. From anyone? Us? No. Yeah. But yes, Château Vigneault here.
1: But there were other wineries? Yes. That. Yes. Uh, so, walk me through, what happened? Was it frost? Frost. Are, and it was so extensive, the frost?
6: We didn't have any grapes on the vineyards. Because the, 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 the frost arrived uh, late April, and uh, the vines were already far in the, in the growing season, and so the frost arrived, and then uh, we didn't have any grapes on the, on the vines. Can you remember? Was there a last time where there was no vintage? 18 for us. 2018?
1: This is a dumb question. But But that
6: was hell in 2018.
1: 21 or 18 worse, or different circumstances
6: also bad <laughs> for us <laughs>
1: oh no. so when do you make the decision you can't make wine you make it early on for the frost
6: right yes the frost was in april but now we're trying to protect our vineyard with the frost so we um we buy some uh, big fan to try to avoid to get that uh, production uh, not uh, flat production every year do you think that will do it We'll see. Hopefully. Have other vineyards put that in place? Yes. And they were able to. Yes, I think Renvinu has some twenty-one because of that. Because they were protected, they had some uh, protection for the frost. Do
1: we look at all of these circumstances as climate change, or
6: it's hard to say? It's, it's uh, every,
1: There's no pattern, no. right? No. Or no.
6: Yeah. No. There's no. I don't know. We cannot. I don't know if it's. We can talk about the global warming, but. Not no, right. no. I think so. uh, while we're here, tell me about twenty-two and twenty-three. Ah, it's good vintage. Twenty-two was a challenging vintage because it was a really hot vintage. So at the beginning, we had some uh, some passriage on the on the grapes, and then the botrytis arrived late. So the botrytis was late, but it was beautiful. What is late
1: for the botrytis? Store?
6: We had to wait uh, until. um um uh, mid-october Okay. Voilà. yeah yesterday and 23 was a very good vintage so so far so at least
0: the last vintage you yes.
6: look back right. at it good, yeah. Yeah. it seems like two of the past three before that was, was very dry and and uh, a normal production i will say so it should be good, good. all right i want to thank
1: coralie from chateau garage um, an interesting story. You know, as we go around and talk to wineries, you're the only person that didn't make wine as far as who I'm talking. There may be a few others yeah. So thank you, and I'm happy 22, 23, you know, worked out. Thank you. Yes. So we are with Alexander Van Beek from Chateau Givore. Um Alexander, we're at the Big Tasting in New York. Um, tell me about the 21 vintage for Giscour.
7: So, uh, Chateau Giscour is a third classified growth at Margaux, And for <laughs> us, the 2021 really represents very much um, the personality of that vintage. By really working, uh, I've worked the Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, we have uh, up till uh, nearly 70% Cabernet, giving a beautiful multi-layered wine, really driven by this red crunchy fruit relating to Cabernet so Crunchier, crunchier than normal? No, it, it, what, what it, the tannins are very tender because we were really able to get a beautiful maturity on the, the quality of the tannins on the Cabernet in particular. And therefore we were able to have a much more a soaking, softer extraction during the vinification and having really a beautiful pixel, tentacle, uh, i mean, meaning a tentacle structure what gives that that precision? What affiliates very much to what Margot Margot is? Right. To have that elegance, that precision, or what we we love to feel in uh, in our region. So,
1: you just took me through the cellar. Take me back into the vineyard. Was 21
7: weather-wise or as a vintage a tougher than normal vintage? Now it was. A, it was a vintage that really the uh, the cabs really. Played for us much with the the, the the upper the upper game, where the merlots were, were nice, but they didn't have the same uh, more uh, fleshy generosity what we found or in the in the 18 or in the 20. What is lovely of the 21 is you put your nose in it, you know you are in Bordeaux. So and compared to the last three vintages, which have been pretty good, how absolutely. do you compare? All of them are good. The difference nowadays is to find the right vinification what fits the personality to the vintage. And if you will taste today a 21 compared to an, a 20, the 21 will be quicker drinkable and therefore it will have its own mindset related to its personality. And uh, therefore it's it's definitely a vintage what will uh, a lot of consumers will love to enjoy because this already in in three four years you decant it you have an, an amazing bottle you don't have to wait for ages. So, half of your vineyards you're starting to farm organically. Is that true? Uh, it's it's we, we most of our vineyards all of them are farmed organically. And uh, uh, for us at G-Sour, it's a big property in total with four hundred hectares with a lot of forests also. So the forests. Are integrated, so or less in the biosphere. vineyard sphere. So you get a whole bio integration of biomass. What what uh, what flows in the mornings into your vineyard, and you have a, a, a beautiful, yet yeah, in a way, a balance of nature. What integrates into the the harmony of your uh, viticulture, what you're trying to uh, to establish.
1: How much of
7: those hectares are planted to vineyards? So, from the 400 hectares, 160 are under on vineyards in two appellations, around 100 in the appellation Margot, where we produce the, the Giscour and the, the Sirène de Giscour, what's our second wine? And then we also have 60 called under the appellation Omédoc. What's the Omédoc de Giscour?
1: Tell me about this vintage this wine we just talked you? about
7: tell me about longevity
1: ageability you kind of alluded that you could open up and drink it now the 21 right
7: but, but wh- that doesn't mean that you cannot keep the wine that's what i'm asking to, you. today what's what's lovely is that uh the we are able to be also the global warming helped that that we have much more indian summers where we can really bring the maturity of every single plot and every single varietal to a, a perfect balance and therefore with the, 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 the tenants are much more pixeled and much more delicate and therefore we need less oxidation to try to polish those more harsh tenants to make it accessible. And when you're spot on in your maturity, like how we work in our vineyards is that we we go up to three times through the old plots where we harvest all the different uh, ages of the vines individually. So in one plot, you will have three interpretations. Sometimes with we two weeks in between the young and the, the old vines will give you really a spot-on uh, quality of the, of the tenants right, being on the right maturity.
1: Well, I'm going to turn this recording device off I Very thank good. you, Alexander Van Beek, and I'm going to taste some of the wines, okay? Very nice meeting you. Thank you. Thank you to Chateau Clinet, Domaine de Chevalier, Chateau Lagrange, Chateau Gourard, and Chateau Gicourt. Thank you to our engineer, Armin, and everyone at the Heritage Radio Network. If you have a question, suggestion, wine happening, or event, Hit me up at, at com. That's samatthegrapenation.com. Subscribe to the Grape Nation podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. Leave a review if you like the podcast. We would appreciate that. Follow us on Instagram at SBenRuby and on Twitter, or X now, at BenRuby. You can always use the hashtag TheGrapeNation to find us on both And we are on Facebook at The Grape Nation. A quick note from our friends, Wine and Spirits magazine celebrated Top 100 Tasting returns to New York on Thursday, February 15th. And we wanted to give The Grape Nation listeners a special discounted rate and access to the event. The Top 100 Tasting offers wine enthusiasts a chance to taste an array of exceptional wines from the magazine's Top 100 Wineries of the Year and speak directly to the producers behind their favorite bottles. To purchase your discounted 20% off ticket, simply visit the Top 100 Tasting Eventbrite page. So that's Eventbrite the online ticket service, go to the Top 100 Tasting Eventbrite page, enter the code Grape Nation, and you will get a 20% discount off the ticket. I'm Sam Ruby, and you've been listening to The Grape Nation on the Heritage Radio Network. The Grape Nation is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network.